Southeast Radio's Morning Mix. Chat, news, and your views. My next guest has just launched her debut book. The book is a frank look at the last half century of women's place in society, told via her lived experience of womanhood in contemporary Ireland. Writer and broadcaster Barbara Scully now joins me. Good morning to Barbara. Good morning, Alan. That was a lovely introduction, actually. You summed that up beautifully. Well, I will, I will not take the credit for that. I will give it to, to Brona, my producer, who uh, penned that lovely introduction. So compliments to Brona for that. Absolutely. This book pulls no punches. Why did you decide to write such an honest book, Barbara? Uh, basically because during COVID I had nothing else to do. <laughs> and uh, I kind of was pulling together a lot of threads that I've kind of that have you know kind of been bothering me have been in my head for the last few years. Uh, before I wrote this book, I have spent the last ten years kind of uh, being a freelance columnist and, and feature writer, and there were themes that kind of came up time and time again. Um, and so I decided to kind of pull a lot of it together um, into the one book, which is um, a kind of a combination, as you said, of, of memoir and of a little bit of social history um, and quite a lot of opinion. Um, and also another kind of huge reason that I wrote it was because I feel we don't hear enough about and from older women. Yeah. Um, and uh, so for all of those reasons, and because COVID gave me the chunk of time, I mean, when you're going to write a book as a new writer, you have to put in a whole load of t- unpaid time in a project that may never get off the ground. So COVID provided me with the opportunity to do that. Um, and I'm very grateful to Jaja Publishing in London who picked it up and have published it. Okay, the, t- the title is called Wise Up. It's a saying we've all heard before. So for you, where did that come from? And what part of your life do you needed or had you needed to wise up to? <laughs> well, I think the wise up thing was, was again kind of, I mean, the book is unashamedly aimed at women. Um, now, not just women of my age. I turned 60 in January, but also maybe younger women. Um And I think the the wise up can cover a lot of things. Number one is I firmly believe, and this is a very big theme in the book, is that our lived experience as men or women, but in this case as women, is what informs us and is what is where we gain wisdom from. You can't learn wisdom. You can't go to college and get a degree in wisdom or you won't become wise necessarily through education. Wisdom comes through your own lived experience. And um, so one of, the th- one of the themes in the book um, is that I look back at my own life um, in each of the decades and kind of pull out just a few stories in each of them that I suppose were formative for me or were important for me. Now, the book is not a, he- a heavy, weighty tome. I hope it's quite entertaining and I hope it's quite funny. Uh, but what I want to say to women is that I lived a fairly, you know, um, ordinary life. I didn't crash through any glass ceiling. I didn't climb to the top of any corporate ladder. I didn't discover anything. I didn't do anything enormously important. I lived a fairly regular life, as do most women. Mm. But our life experience is val- is valuable and it is important and it needs to be shared. And I think as women get older, um, the other thing is that, that we get hit with and that we have to kind of deal with mm. is the ageism that collides with sexism. So, yes. for example... Women and girls understand very early on that we will be judged from the time we're very young on, ha- on our appearance, on how we look, on how we present ourselves to the world. So that you learn early on as, as, a, as a woman that no matter what you achieve, you better look. You know, how you look while you're achieving that is actually as important as the achievement. And that drives me insane. I am the mother of three girls and I've watched it in my own life and I've watched it with my girls and how little has changed. Right. Um, 
So I think what happens then as you get older, along with that message that is consistent all the way through your life, you then get the double whammy of fighting aging, which is, you know, the biggest fraud that has ever been conducted on women that is driven by big business um, and really serves to divert women away from where they should be. Um, and that's, I that, that's very interesting and maybe a subject for a full discussion another day. <laughs> um, do you think men are treated differently as they age then? Oh, absolutely, without a shadow of a doubt. Um, yeah, I mean, men are, you know, you just look at the language, you know, uh, we talk about older men um, as being kind of elder statesmen, as being silver foxes. We told, we, 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 there are so many kind of terms that aren't, uh, that are affectionate, but aren't particularly flattering when we're describing older women. And again, I go through a lot of those kind of stereotypical. Yeah, yeah you mentioned of, some of them for me, Barbara. What are the unflattering um, statements well, made about women? Witches is probably the, the oldest one, um, you know, the old witch, uh, the crazy cat lady, the Irish mammy, God love her, she's like an old armchair, like she's really comfy and she's really lovable and we all love her, but she's not very smart, yeah. um, you know, those kind of things. And as I say, the whole thing around anti-aging, which is that women of a certain age should be spending their money and their time in, you know, cutting and pasting their faces and, and doing various other things. And whereas I firmly believe that part of equality is, is, is a huge part of equality is about choice and it's up to everybody to live their life whatever way they want and if any woman wants to go and get Botox or fillers or anything else yeah. that's absolutely fine but what I'm saying to women is you don't have to you don't have to do that exactly. you, sh you are good enough the way you are um, and you cannot fight aging anyway you can pour a lot of money and time into these procedures it's not going to make you any younger it's not going to make you live any longer I'm only speaking as a man who's becoming into the silver fox category and the last thing in the world I would do is dye the hair. I think on a man it looks absolutely woeful. I don't know. Well, that, you've actually put your, your finger on a very important point. And again, I address this at the very end of the book because during COVID, out of pure laziness, not out of any, although I have one or two friends who think it's a very politically kind of radical thing that I did, I allowed my hair to go grey. I like to call it silver. To go silver. Out of pure laziness. But at the same time, I suddenly realised... But number one, I quite liked it. And number two, I was saving myself a fortune in money. It was costing me over 100 euros every three weeks to get my hair dyed. Yeah. Who was I fooling? I could do more exciting things with that 100 euros. Um, so, yeah, um, all of that. And again, that's one of the big, big differences. Right. Yeah, I know I had a friend in the political circle many years ago. They said, is that his own hair? said, yeah, he says, I know, because I've seen the price tag on the week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And I knew that guy when he used to be silver. That's another one. That's not, look. Anyway, we have, to, we have to have fun, don't we? We have to take a, a pot shot at ourselves from time to time. One of your chapters oh, is called, Could Our 60s Be the Best Decade Yet? Yes. Can yes. it be? Um, Could it be? Now, I'm just on the threshold. But again, from purely from a female point of view, once, and again, there's been a lot of talk in the last, especially in the last year, around menopause, which is really important and it's really great. Menopause coming out of the shadows, coming into the mainstream. There was a you know, documentary on RTE earlier this week. I, I celebrate all of that and I encourage all of that. But I do think that the, the, the problem with the conversation is it doesn't go beyond menopause. And menopause is not a destination. It is a transit point. It is a portal through which women go and when, when you reach the other side of it you potentially are in this really lovely period of your life where for the first time since you've been about 12 yeah. you're completely free of your female biology um, which is huge for women number two is your kids if you're a mother are probably i mean they might be still living with you and not financially t 
totally independent, but they don't need you around 24-7. You might, if you were smarter than me, have paid your mortgage off by that stage and have a few more quid in your pocket. And if you've looked after your health, and I talk about that in the book as well, if you've looked after your health, you still have energy and good health and time to do all of the things that perhaps you dreamed about doing when you were 12. Now you can do them because you can live your life, if you like, very much for yourself for the first time perhaps in decades. And again, I think so. And I think women, I wanted to say to women, this is coming down the tracks. So it's important you start thinking about that now. What are you going to do with that time? Because it's potentially the last really productive, exciting, creative, powerful time that you will have. Lovely to talk to you, Barbara. Just uh, The book is called Wise Up. It's in all good bookstores now. You have two grandchildren. And in the book, I you do. say you hope that they someday might read the book in a more equal and peaceful world where the silver-haired crones are visible, valued, and vital. The three Vs. Do you think the world Absolutely. is changing for the better or the worse in terms of equality for women? It is changing for the better, but the problem always with, with feminism and the, 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 the gender equality thing is that the change is painfully slow painfully slow and i think that's an awful shame can i also say alan that the book is also available on my website right now um, which is barbarascully.com if anybody wants to buy it right now um they can get it there southeast radio's morning mix chat news and your view alan corcoran